Praise the Lord and God bless you. Welcome, my brothers and sisters in Christ. This is Pastor Renee with a word for today. God bless you. How are you? Do you know that there's not anything that God's not able to do? There's nothing too hard for him. There's no situation that he cannot fix. No matter how long it takes for him to do it, it's not too hard for him. So we praise his name and give him glory and we give him honor. So let's see what the word that the Lord would like to speak to us today. I have a scripture from 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9. But as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear has heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of man the thing which God has prepared for them that love him. You waiting on something? You waiting on God to fulfill something? Don't give up. Because he is not finished yet of what he needs to do in your life, okay? Now, who knows us better than God? Nobody does. Not your family, not your father, not your mother, not your sister or your brother or your friends. Nobody knows us better than him. God knows our personality. He knows the things we will do. He knows what we won't do. He also knows us in a way that no one else could ever know us. He knows our character. For God knows what he has invested into our lives. So therefore, since he knows what he has invested, he knows what he's already placed there. Even though you may not know yet, he knows what he's placed there. So since he knows what he has placed there at a point of point time, when he's ready to make the investment, he makes good. He asks us, he calls us to do things that need to be done at the appointed time. Amen? Amen. God will never ask us to do anything that he has not already invested into our lives. Amen? It may take a while for the process. But see, he wants you to be fully matured and ready. So that's why he knows when it's time for him to call you. See, don't be weary because you're waiting. You're either in one of these three patterns. You're either in a place, in a season, in a time of God you're being sown into. Or you're either in a place where you're being trained and equipped. Or you are either in a place where there's time of releasing. God knows when the time is right. And guess what? When he's finished doing what he's doing, he'll let you know as well. So now God has invested things in us. What has he invested? Number one, he has invested the anointing. The anointing is the supernatural ability that he has given to us, his people, to do things supernaturally in the natural. Okay? We're to notice on our own, but the anointing has given us the ability to do things beyond the natural. Then 
He has given us gifts. Now, gifts are like this. It's like you are an expert or a specialist in a certain area. But see, we need the anointing to come and give us the ability to function and to operate in whatever area of expertise or us being a specialist in certain area. These gifts that God has given to us, these gifts are supernatural. So therefore, they are spiritual. But also, because they are spiritual, God uses us naturally. So then God has invested in us a calling, right? So now, the calling is the purpose why we need the anointing and the gifts so that we can fulfill what God has called us to do. Now, We don't know what God has given us. We have to discover it. It has to be revealed unto us. Why? Because God has placed on the inside of us this anointing, these gifts, and the calling, which is a part of our purpose. They all work together. Now, where is your purpose? Your purpose have been placed on the inside of you. And why have they been hidden? Because anything that is precious or valuable is hidden. It's not out in the open where people are able to see it. But God has hidden it. It's placed on the inside of you. So why do you go around trying to find your purpose in other things when God has put his purpose inside of you? So it's like, okay, we have to seek the face of God so that he may reveal unto us what is the purpose, what's the reason why we were born, what's the reason why we have this anointing, why we have these gifts, and why has he called us to what he has called us to? We got to seek his face. He's the only one know where he has placed these gifts, the anointing and the calling and the purpose for us being born. Don't search other places because it's on the inside of you. And the word of God, hallelujah, will cause it to be revealed. It will be revealed unto you. Remember, when the appointed time comes. It will be revealed unto you what God has put on the inside of you. So, a treasure, remember, a treasure that's valuable and precious is not out in the open for everyone to see. But it has been covered and you must discover. So, you got to discover what God has put on the inside of you. Now, I know it may look like to you right now that there's not much going on in your life. But be sure to know God is working behind the scenes on your behalf. Hallelujah. He is manifesting what he has put on the inside of you. But ask God for patience. So while he's developing what he has given you, he don't have it out in the open. But some people may look at you and say, it don't look like much is going on with them. 
I, I can't see too much, but believe me, God is working on you. He is presenting some things, hallelujah, to some people that, hallelujah, that when the time come forth, hallelujah, you will go forth as pure gold. Don't get stuck about what's going on. Don't get stuck, hallelujah, about what's happening and the places that God has you. All things that God do is going to be good. He wants you to be strong and mature when he's ready for you to come forth. So, yes, he puts it so that we can discover it. Because what God has placed on the inside of you is great. He's a great God. He said, greater works shall you do when I go to my father. So if the person who put them in you is great, that means you are great as well. So don't be weary in well-doing, for you shall reap if you just don't faint. Hold on, hang in there. Hallelujah. One day, people are going to look up and they'll have no idea that all of that which God allows to come forth now was in you. It may not look like much, but hallelujah, the manifestation is great. Your manifestation of what God has put in you is great. Hold on, hang in there. Don't be weary and don't give up because God is with you. And let me tell you, you are closer to what God has revealed to you than what you think. Listen, our God loves us, and our God has a great plan for our life. Don't worry about how slow it's going, but it is manifesting for his glory. Do we want God to get the glory out of our life? Then we have to what? We have to surrender to his will and to his word. Until the next time, be encouraged. Stand on the word. Let God reveal himself unto you. Let God tell you what he has invested in your life. And let's end with this prayer. Father, we bless your name. We give you glory. We honor you and we adore your name, God. We thank you for where you have us at. We thank you for the seasons, God, that you have our life in. Because we know, God, you're going to manifest what's going on greatly, Lord. Let us not despise God's small beginnings, God. Because you're great in whatever you call us to do. For we thank you. For we bless you. For we give you glory, honor, and we truly praise your name. In Jesus Christ we pray, O Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord, my brothers and sisters in Christ. To God be the glory for the great things he has done. Well, the Lord has blessed us. <clears throat> has blessed us to see a brand new year, 2020. I'm telling you. Yes, we will be tried. And yes, we will have things that we need to go through. But God is with us. But also, you will experience, hallelujah, God displaying his power in your life in a greater way. To God be the glory for the great things 
he has done and the things that he is going to do. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to you, wherever you may be receiving this podcast. This is Pastor Renee with a word for today. How many know we can't make it without a word from the Lord to sustain us every day? So why don't we just go on and see what the Lord wants to speak to us today? Well, I'll be coming from Philippians 4 and 6. And it reads, Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer, and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Okay, so we're going to be talking about presenting your request. So a request is something that you're asking for. It's a way that you bring it towards whoever you're asking for it. So we're presenting our request to God. So when we're presenting our request to God, we're we're to come calmly and peacefully presenting our request. Okay? So now, you should be presenting your request with faith. Sometimes we do not. You know why? Because sometimes... While we're presenting and bringing this request to God, the word says, be careful in King James. But in another version, it says, don't be anxious. Don't be worried. Don't be fearful. Don't be doubting. When you present your request in any one of those terms, anxiously, doubting, or fear, or worry, God hears you, but he can't move because doubt, fear, and unbelief will stop God. You want to know why God is not answering your request? Because it's the way that you are presenting it. If you're presenting it with faith, it means I'm trusting in the Lord. With all of my heart, and I'm not leaning to my own understanding. See, when you lean to your own understanding, means you are leaning and depending on your flesh. So what you will start doing is coming up with reasons why this is happening. How can I fix it? What do I need to do? So if you're going to fix it, then the plan that God has for it, cannot go forth because God does not move in unbelief. It doesn't matter who you are, how long you've been saved. God does not move in unbelief. It is faith that is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So, see, when you move in your own behalf, your plan goes forth, which stops God's plan. So, we got to make our request known to God. Whenever something is going on, we have to come to him first. He must be our first person that we come to. 
He has the plan. He has instructions. He has directions on what this is to do in your life and what is the purpose and how will you get through it. But when we try to go on our flesh and our own plan, God's plan is not included. So we got to trust in the Lord with all of our heart, our mind, our emotions, our intellect, everything we got to trust him with and don't lean to your own understanding because you did not get an answer yet. Don't try to find another way because God has a plan. So here's a formula for presenting your request. Speaking plus believing in equals receiving. So let me explain that. Speaking the word plus believing the word equals receiving what the word says. Let me just say that again. Speaking the word plus believing the word equals receiving what the word says. Amen. We have to keep our eyes on the Lord. No matter what's going on, no matter how long it's been going on, even when you don't understand, the one thing you must always remember is God always has your best interest at heart. He says, I know the plans I have for you. Hallelujah. Peace is in the plan of God. Hallelujah. Peace is in the plan of God. Glory be to God. And so, when we come into the presence of God, our flesh does not come in. We got to enter into the spirit so that we can prepare how to bring this request. Hallelujah. You cannot present your request with God if you're murmuring and complaining and doubting and talking about what other people are doing. How come they got this? Lord, I've been serving you. Why come they got that? The Bible says don't compare yourself with one another. You can have the same call. Even the, the assignments may be similar. But let me tell you, God wants to use you differently because of who you are. So come into his presence. Come with thanksgiving. Lord, I thank you for this brand new day. I thank you, Lord, for being able to have a relationship with you. I thank you, Lord, that your love is greater and it's everlasting. It will always think the best of me. Thank you, Lord, for providing what I need. For the Bible says, hallelujah, that the Lord is my shepherd. And I shall not want, not just for now while you have a need, but you shall not want for anything for the rest of your life. Now, how do you believe that? You have to grow. And the word will have to mature in your life for you to understand that God 
will meet your need for the rest of your life. No matter what it is. No matter what it is. And so the Bible says, but my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches in glory. So when we're in a situation, God will supply what we need. But we have to believe it. We can't sometime believe it and the other time not believe it. We have to believe it. See, if we want to receive what this word said, then we have to believe so we can receive. You've got to speak what the word says. You can't speak half of it and the other half you cannot because that's not a full promise of God. No matter where you're at, you may be leaving and trusting God for your children. Hallelujah. But just because you see things getting worse does not mean God is not moving. He is moving. But see, the enemy is trying to want you to take your focus off in God and see, see, God ain't doing anything. Look at things getting worse. Well, see, sometimes God, he allows things to get worse. To see, will you trust me? Even though the situation is going opposite. So that's a time when we have to really look. Stand in the word. Hallelujah. And keep our eyes on God. It says, Lord, I know what's going on. But your word will not come back void. Father, in Jesus' name. You said, God, we can present our families to you, Lord. We present everything that's going on in their life. And, Father, everything that is not like you, God, we release your anointing to destroy every yoke. So we got to believe no matter what's happening. We got to believe and trust him. Do you trust God? No, it did not. You gave him the request. You presented it to him with thanksgiving. With thanksgiving. Come being thankful first. Thank God for what he is to you. And then in return, hallelujah, when the spirit of the Lord begins to move, he will tell you how he feels about you. He said, come in so that we can commune with one another first. And then when you present your requests. You will present it in faith. You will be trusting God. So now, you've came into his presence. You have presented your request. So now, the test comes when we are not in the presence of God. So now, we're trusting God. And something comes. It's come to test your faith. Your faith is being tried. Do you really mean what you said when you was in the presence of God? It will be tested. Or when something happens, do you automatically run to somebody else? You see, God has the answer. He'll use his people sometimes to walk you through it. But you must come to him. He knows everything. He knows why you are going through what you are going through. But if again, if we don't present it in faith, 
God can't move. Oh, yes, the devil did this and the devil did that, but it is your faith that God is going on. You said, yes, I read the word and I love the word and all this, but do you really believe what that word said that you just read? And so sometimes you want to say, Lord, why come you're not answering me? Sometimes he wants to see how far will you trust him? How far will you trust him? Do you really trust him with your life? Do you trust him when things are going on that you don't understand? Do you trust him with all of your heart when things are standing still? Do you trust him? When he's not speaking right now to you. Because the word hallelujah. Is what we stand on. We must stand on it. No matter what we see. No matter what nobody says. Because if what somebody says. Is different than what the word of God has said to you. Know that that's a weapon trying to be formed against you. But the Bible says, hmm, the Bible says that no weapon, no matter who's bringing it, no matter who's being used, that no weapon that's formed against you will prosper. Amen. It won't prosper. To God be the glory. He is an awesome God. We got to come before his presence with singing. Glory be to God. How would you feel if every time God came to you, he's always asking you to do something? You're not doing this and you're not doing that and this, 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 this. After a while, you'll turn away from that. So God wants us to come first with thanksgiving. Remember that. Come with thanksgiving. So that what we can leave from our natural and the spirit will begin to take over. Because see, in the spirit is where we come to bring our request. God is waiting for you. Now maybe you have told everybody else but not asked God. And wondering, why is God not talking to me? Because you did not acknowledge him first in all of your way. You acknowledge everybody else. God will sit back and he will wait until you come to him. Why does he do that? Because he has given us a free will. He won't go over your will. But he desires that we come to him first. Remember, he knows a purpose for the whole thing. So, so when we murmur and complain, do you know what you're doing? You're telling God he don't know what he's doing. Oh, I would never do that. Well, when you're murmuring and complaining, you're telling God he don't know what he's doing. Do we realize that sometime? No. When you get caught up in what you're going through, you don't realize it. Because you're not hearing what God is saying. You're hearing only what you want to hear. But remember, we got to present the request. And once we had present the request to God, we got to leave it with him. 
Sometimes God can't answer you because you did come to him, but you didn't took it back. You know how you took it back? Because you are trying to fix it yourself. You're trying to find a way that's going to make it right. Or you're going to try to find a way where everything will line up together. But the Bible says that all things will work together for our good. Why? Because we love God and we have been called according to his purpose. Now, it will not start out good. Our test is, is not starting out good. But we're going to trust God to come in and turn the situation around because he wants to get the glory out of our lives. He knows how you need to get the glory out of our lives. We don't. We may think we do, but we do not. Only God knows what it's going to take for the glory of God to be shown in our lives. So how are you presenting your requests? Are you coming with doubt and unbelief? Are you murmuring and complaining? Are you anxious? The Bible says be anxious about nothing. Because God is able to handle everything. He's able to take you through the process of what you're going through. So that when you come out, you will be more mature You'll be stronger and you'll be able to even do the work of the Lord because you are strengthened. You have what you need to move forward. So you know what? Let us be quiet. Let us look. We're in a situation. God is requiring something of me. Am I responding the right way? Am I bringing the request the way the Bible said I should? Or am I anxious? Am I worried? Am I doubting? Do I have fear? Because if I do, God's not going to hear it. He's not going to receive your request because you're believing in unbelief. What? Do we, the people of God, have unbelief? Absolutely, yes, we do. Our faith is tried on every hand, in every test, in every situation. There is a lesson in everything that we are going through. Paul did say, he said, hmm, I have learned how to be content. Now, what that means is that Paul was not content. He said, I was, I'm not content about the things that I'm facing. So he says, I need to learn how to be content. So no matter what place I find myself in, I'm resting in the Lord and the peace of God shall surpass my all understanding, and I will trust God while I'm waiting. I will trust God while he's fixing it. I will trust God while he's taking me through the process. The way you present your request determines how God will answer. So remember that. 
And remember this. Presenting your request. Use the formula. Speaking the word of God plus believing the word of God equals receiving what the word of God says for you. Father, we bless your name. We give you glory and we worship you, O Lord. Father, we come right now, God. We ask you, God, let us have the mind of Christ. Let us renew our mind, God. So, Lord, when we need to come and present a request to you, Lord, we will do it, God, in the right spirit. We will come with the right mindset, God. We are getting rid of all those things, God, that will cause us not to trust you. But, God, we lift up every person right now who is hearing this message. And, God, we ask right now, God, that they will allow you to have your way in their life. That you, God, will remove what needs to be removed. And you will add what needs to be added. That your word will go to work in their life, hallelujah. That the power of Almighty God, hallelujah, will stand strong in them. And Father, we love you because your love is everlasting. Your love, hallelujah, stands the test of time. And Father, let us take your word and apply it to our own lives first. Let us meditate on it. Then let us walk it out, God. Lord, that we'll see, God, that your power is real. And God, help us to keep our eyes on you. Everything happens first in the spirit. So God, when we pray, God, as the manifestation of it comes in the natural, God, let us remember, God, that nothing is too hard for you. There's nothing that you cannot do. There's nothing, hallelujah, God, that you don't already know about. And so, Lord, let us call upon him, hallelujah, who is great to show us great and mighty things, our God, our Lord, and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, you are with us you have our best interests at heart. You want us to grow up to be strong men and women of the kingdom of God. And Lord, we love you. And Lord, we adore you. We magnify your name. We thank you for giving us strength to endure every trial and test, God, so that we can be who you are calling us to be. And so, Lord, we thank you, we adore your name, and we love you. Thank you for listening in to the word that the Lord has given us for today. If you would like prayer, this is Pastor Renee Lilliston from Jehovah Shama Restoration Ministries. Be free to give us a call. 484-498-8829. That's 484-498-8829. That is our church number. God bless you. Until the next time, God is with you.